Yo, Browns fans, it is Kenny Mack, and what is up? It's been a hell of an August between the Hall of Fame weekend, my birthday, and that Commanders game. The Eagles are up next. Guys, what's going to happen? Let me know what's going on, and let's kick this off. <laughs> Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Rineker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by Omaha Steaks. If you want to get your voicemails on the show or intros on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop down menu. Uh, today we're going to talk about some training camp news. We've got these joint practices with the Eagles going on and then a game Thursday night, which is today. If you're listening to it tomorrow for us as we're recording it. Uh, so nothing like procrastinating to get you guys our thoughts on uh, camp and the Eagles matchup, but we did it. Uh, we are fitting it in. Hopefully you guys listen before the game tonight. Uh, before we do that, I want to remind you guys to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please like, and subscribe, make sure you tap the notification bell. So you never miss a new episode. Uh, you can also find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google if you prefer to just listen to the show lastly if you're looking for more dogs content head to join the become an official dog pack member on the patreon page uh, we got fantasy football getting ready to start up we need seven more people to get to four 12 team leagues correct so we're currently sitting at 41 which would require us to ax somebody and I don't mean like ask them a question. I mean like cut them out, <laughs> cut them out of the league. So uh, we don't want to we don't want to kick anybody out. We want to get up to those four 12 team leagues. So we need seven more people this week. So try to if you're interested, jump in the dog pack and uh, and sign up for fantasy football. It's a ton of fun. It's gonna be the third year we've done it now. Yeah. Um, and it's a ton of fun for everybody. Uh, you also get an extra episode every week. You get access to the private Discord. You get to hang out with cool people uh, from basically all over the world, all over the country browns fans so if you you want to hang out with us more you want to meet browns fans from all over the world you want to play some fantasy football this year uh join the dog or yeah join the dogs.com i almost forgot I had a brain fart <laughs> uh, become an official dog back member so uh before we jump into the episodes that we do want to we got contest winners we're gonna we're giving away merch that's what we do that's right and before we move off from the dog pack member stuff um i just want to let everybody know that the audio versions of dogs after hours it has been available on apple podcast for a while now now it's available on spotify that's cool so patreon's opening up new avenues to get those that content out to you guys so but anyway on to the contest we have dog pack winner or dog pack member of the month we do this every month and actually we've now done it for a full year Nice. Oh, so wow. This is going to be our, our this, 12th winner. This is 13, so this is the oh. start of year two. Nice. Our 13th yeah, nice. winner. So 13th the, t-shirt given away. <laughs> Look at all these t-shirts. The first winner of this year is Ben Summer. Nice job, Ben. Nice. Yep. Appreciate you, Ben. Appreciate He's been in here support. for a while now. Yeah, he has been. Yep. Playing some fantasy football with us this year. And then for the t-shirt contest, the Brownie the Podcaster Elf t-shirt. Remember, all you got to do, leave a five-star review on Apple. Subscribe on uh, YouTube or leave a five-star rating on Spotify. Take a screenshot of any of those things. Email it to bark at the dogs podcast. You're entered this month's winner for the shirt contest is Trent Stevens. Okay. Congratulations, Congrats. brother. Thank you. What do you do? Do you leave a five-star review? He was Spotify. Spotify. Nice. nice. Yep. I don't have Spotify, so I can never check and see how we're doing on there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Trent. We'll be uh, reaching out to give you your, your t-shirt shortly. Yep. So, uh, so before we jump into this week's topics with like the camp and stuff, we do have a voicemail from Kenny Mack we wanted to get into. 
Yo, guys, it's Kenny Mack getting some thoughts on the show. First of all, from last week, Demetric Felton makes the team. Uh, I like the comparison that you made from Elijah Moore to Debo Samuels. And the reason I bring up Felton is because if Samuels goes down for the Niners, who comes in? They got to change their offense a little bit. Maybe it's Brandon Ayuk. If something does happen the way that injuries go now, Moore goes down. I don't want to see too much change. I think Felton can do some of that stuff. So I think that's what makes him bode well for the team as well. For the Eagles game, be in it to win it, just like the last two weeks. Second string, trenches, man. O-line, D-line, do something, and then fix that kicker crap up. Let's go. <laughs> Is there Has there been any player on the Browns who's had more of a, a shift in his like stock with the team, on this podcast especially, than Demetri Felton? Uh I mean, I mean, it depends on which, which direction. The quarterback that uh, Baker people Mayfield. looked at Baker very highly Mayfield. and then very lowly. I meant, I meant this year. Oh, so we'll stick with Cade York, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, no, no I, I agree with Kenny. I, I think uh, I think he's played really, really well this preseason. He's making an argument to make the team, and he's a guy. I think if you put him on the practice squad, somebody's probably going to come get him just because he's so versatile. And you've seen uh, John Kelly. We like John Kelly, but we've seen him on our practice squad for the past two seasons, I believe, or longer. I think so, yeah. So to me, I mean, that makes sense. I completely agree, Kenny. No, I, he, he kind of, I mean, when we first drafted him, we thought he was going to be our Swiss Army Knife player. Yeah. And it hasn't really developed into that. I think we, were, I think we're going to be a completely different offense this year. I think you saw it in the uh, the preseason game. Like it's, it's way. It's way more creative. It seems like with putting, we're just putting athletes in space to give them the ball. It's way less two, three tight end. Just give it to Nick Chubb up the middle, that kind of thing. Um, so if if Elijah Moore were to go down for any stretch of time, I, I think Elijah Moore is like he can stand up to the abuse more than Felton probably could. Um, he's a little bit thicker, uh, but I think Felton could do some of those things. Like Kenny said, you wouldn't have to change the offense too much. You could keep doing that. Um, in terms of a kicker, I think this like has there ever been a bigger preseason game for anybody ever? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Maybe Deshaun Watson last year. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like he, I, I think I saw the other day in camp. I think he, he, I saw he went six for six or something like that. So, man, if I'm Stefanski, I'm almost even. I'm kicking field goals in this game one way or another. I'm finding a way to kick at least like two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. And. I mean, we and we talked about the holder situation last week, which has gotten a lot of buzz on Twitter and stuff. People talking about that now, and and I don't know, I don't know what what do the Browns do there? Do we just try to mix up all the variables? I mean, I don't know. Kate York definitely, he's a young kid. He's got a heck of a lot of potential. Yeah, he's got to make kicks though. And. I said last year I wanted to be patient with him. I still want to be patient with him. But, man, as a, we don't have a lot of patience as Browns fans. No. And you, especially the way that our season at the beginning is a tough schedule the first four or five weeks. I do not want to lose games by less than a field goal or a field goal because he missed a chip shot or he misses an extra point or something. And then we're looking down the stretch of our season, like if Cade York just makes a field goal, we're in the playoffs. Um, so we, I want to be patient with him because he has a huge leg. He has the potential to be very, very good, but we don't have, we're in, we don't have all day. <laughs> Is, isn't it kind of weird too? Like I kind of piggyback what you said. 
I always hear about him going like six for six in camp and like, I very rarely hear about him missing in camp, but you put him in a game or in a stadium. Like if I was coach, I'm like, you can't be in Berea anymore. <laughs> you are, you are absolutely at the stadium every day. I'd hire 70,000 fans. To come <laughs> sit in the stadium and scream yeah. as loud as they can yeah. and make him just kick in Berea all day. Like uh, we talked about that last year. He should he shouldn't be in Berea ever. No, you know, like he should be. Does this no good? No, of he of course he can make field goals on their practice field in perfect weather conditions off a tee. You know, yeah, I, I saw in one of the videos that. Uh, he had a holder, but we've been up at camp, and unless it's the live special teams period, he's he's kicking off of the the T holder. Mm-hmm. It's not he's not getting the ball held for him. So I'd say in practice, it seems like eighty percent of his kicks are off a T. I'd be kicking with a holder. I'd be flipping those. Yeah, right, exactly. I mean, and that's just the days we've been up. Maybe it's different on other days, but I've been to camp three times now, and I've watched. One year, it was a different kicker, whoever it was that year, and then uh, Cade York last year. And they kick a lot off a tee in practice, unless it's the live special teams segment of practice. Yeah. I mean, I guess the punter's got to practice punting at some point. Well, (laughs) (laughs) So you can't just be holding all day. Well, it might be a good opportunity to get somebody else in there to see if the holder's the problem. We don't know. The thing is, like, you you talked about it. We've talked about it before. Margin of victory average in the nfl is 3.5 points is that right yeah so i mean a field goal and an extra point so they matter they matter a lot at the outcome of the most games yeah for sure especially like you said the first stretch of games we have we cannot be missing kicks because they're going to be dog fights yeah no margin for error in the first five weeks of the season right you already have very low margin of error in any nfl game yep. yeah it doesn't matter who you're playing but those first five weeks are going to be a gauntlet And before we move on, real quick, Browns fans, here in Ohio, we have an unbeatable NFL preseason offer just for you from Caesars Sportsbook. New customers get their first bet insured up to $1,250 by using our code DOGSFULL, all one word, when you sign up. Not only is your first bet completely insured, but you will also be directly supporting our podcast. And we appreciate that. So if you haven't already joined the Caesars Sportsbook community, now is the perfect time to make your move. Football is right around the corner real football just remember to enter our code dogs fold during sign up and place that first bet this offer is only available for new customers who are 21 years and older and physically present in ohio please gamble responsibly if you or a loved one has a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER check the episode description for the full terms so i kind of want to talk about camp a little bit obviously we're having joint practices with the eagles and what i heard about day one was that the browns kind of took it to them yep like we Jalen Hurts couldn't get – he couldn't get a pass off. It was just sack, 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 sack. We were all over him. I heard yesterday it was a little bit opposite. We struggled, and they kind of took it to us. I guess last year we had joint practice with them, and it was – we were soft. They just they just beat us up the whole, the whole time. So it's kind of nice hearing that we came in – and we went toe to toe with the team that played in the Super Bowl last year. Right, and it wasn't that's these aren't like Browns reporters saying. No, this these either. were Eagles. These were Eagles beat reporters saying, you know, last year the intensity was all with the Eagles. This year the Browns came in fully energized, saying the Eagles lost day one. Like the Browns took it to them, like you said. So that's very encouraging that their own reporters, their own you know biased people, are saying Browns came in looking sharp. 
Yeah. The uh, the defensive line, I think, is it's as advertised. It's yes. it's doing what we thought it would do once we started signing all these pieces and once we had Jim Schwartz and his Y9 and that kind of thing. Um, they're pressuring like crazy. Uh, are you worried at all? I guess Deshaun's throwing three picks. Are you worried at all about high interceptions in camp? I think that stuff gets blown out of proportion personally because practice is where you're supposed to try things. You're, you know, it's okay to make mistakes because you are, let me see if I can get this throw to this guy. Let me see if he can go up and get this stuff. You might not do in a game based on how it turns out in practice. I totally agree. I wouldn't, I'm not worried at all about it. I won't say I'm not worried at all (laughs) (laughs) because you you still want to exercise good decision-making. I'm not saying it's like a huge deal. I'm not saying, Oh my God, the season's over. Deshaun's not going to play well because we threw three picks, but I'd feel better a little bit if they were like Deshaun was clearly the best football player on the field. I think one of the picks too, didn't they say it was like a batted, it got bounced up in the air or something and a guy picked it off. I think that's what I read. Yeah. But no, I just, again, I'm not pressing the panic button. I would just feel better if they were like, Oh, Deshaun looks like, you know what I mean? Like he looks like Deshaun, like he, you know, worth every penny. That's not what we're hearing. We, but did you see the video of Deshaun to Tillman? Mawson, the guy? Yeah. yeah Cedric Tillman, that's going to be, I think he's got a shot to be, to be something. I do too. He's big, strong, and fast, and he's got hands. He catches, it seems like he catches everything. Yeah. So I, I'm excited for that. Um, no, I just I'm excited to hear that the defense. You always hear too in especially in early in preseason and practice that the defenses are ahead of the offense. That's just defense is a lot less about rhythm and timing and more just about you know being in the right position and see ball get ball. Mm-hmm. So offenses are always a little bit behind. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, just for the Browns, I think it's a good measure of. You're it's a, you have you're going against a Super Bowl caliber roster. They're fifteen and one at one point. Yeah, and I mean, True. who knows what happens if Hertz doesn't go out the last two games? But like for me, I think this is great for Cleveland. You get to measure up, see how you guys perform against. I mean, they're elite everywhere. I, I think hands down, they could be one of the best rosters. Easy to me. Their position groups are. It's usually probably one of the best. Probably one of the best. They are. They are very very talented everywhere. That's a good point. It makes me, it does make me feel a lot better that we're not hearing great things practicing against the Panthers or the Falcons or something, you know, the Cardinals. No, it's, it's the Eagles. Yeah, they're good. It's awesome that we're doing so well. Yeah. And you're, it's not like you're hearing, nobody's saying glowing reviews about the Eagles. So, you know, I, you know, I'm sitting here saying, I wish they were talking about how Deshaun looks like he's worth every penny of two They're We're not hearing that about the Eagles either. It's not like they're saying Eagles just are outclassing them at every single opportunity. Right. It's a dog fight. That's, that's what I'm taking away from the reports out of camp. Yeah. I mean, it's a dog fight. Jalen hurts has had a trouble against the Browns. Just like, you know, Deshaun throwing a couple of picks here and there. I mean, it's, it's good to see. It's good to see that these teams are really, you know, making each other better. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what about you, John? Any thoughts on camp? You've been awfully quiet today. <laughs> Normally we can't shut you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got one thing to say. I'm not worried about the three picks at all. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Did you guys see uh, so Miles, Miles did uh, get hurt? I haven't heard really anything other than it's a foot he injury, walked, right? yeah, walked off with the trainer. I didn't even hear that. 
I just got an update on it, and then yeah, I heard it was, was cricket since. Yeah. yeah, I know we had a couple guys go out with injury, but it didn't seem like anything crazy serious. No, to me, it just seemed like they're physical, intense practices, and guys are you know getting banged up, getting banged up a little bit. But it's just it's nothing crazy. Just you know, probably more precautionary. The, the report I saw earlier today because they wrapped up their practices to, in total with the with the Eagles and. They said, you know, Brown's number one thing, they came out unscathed as far as like major injuries. Yeah, I got a couple bumps and bruises, but nothing major to report. So let's get through the game now tonight without any injuries. Yep. Well, the good thing is I don't think any, any no huge important people are going to be playing. Yep. No, but I mean, there are still some young depth piece. I mean, Cedric Tillman goes out there and gets hurt. That sucks, you know, I mean. It sucks, but it's not going to cost us anything. I mean. You, you never know. I mean, he could have a mini breakout season, but do you th- okay? So let's talk on that then. For I don't think he'll have a breakout season only because I don't think he'll have the opportunity. When I say a yet. mini breakout, I'm talking about like for a rookie receiver behind a couple of great established guys. I think he can push for maybe like 400 yards this year. Okay, I was that's what I was about to say. Okay. Maybe 400 yards, maybe catches you no know, four or five touchdowns. I mean, that'd be okay. Now, per, per, that, that'd now be that, that would be a yeah. solid rookie season. I do for, think he's going to yeah. be an, a red zone threat. Yeah, for sure. For you know, what I mean, big like, potty. Yeah, big you, target. You put you put a guy like him out there and DPJ Joku. and then Joku in yep. the red zone, and then you got uh, uh, route runners, tacticians with like Amari Cooper and Moore, uh, and, Moore and then you got Deshaun's legs. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think the red zone offense. I would think I would you know I don't want to assume anything. I would like to think it should be leaps and bounds better this year than it has been. Way should more, be. way more options mm-hmm. the uh, to do. And I think Deshaun's legs are such a. I don't even think they're really. It's being talked about. We saw in the in the the preseason game, the dude in my he's gonna rush for. 30, 40 yards a game, probably. Jed Wills let uh, Chase Young bull rush him back into, I mean, Chase Young, full what, chest hit Deshaun, and he just bounced off of it and took off running for a first down. I was like, man, this guy is so good. um, Are you excited to see DTR start? Yes. 100%. I I think that's the headline of the game going into it. Like, as a Browns fan, this guy is put up for two games. Like, he showed up and... If we don't have Deshaun Watson, this is a typical Cleveland Brown season. We're talking about, man, look at how crazy our future is. This kid's playing really well. Even with Deshaun Watson. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I'm going to go Stop. to the office, and they're going to be like, oh, I don't know, man. You should probably start over Deshaun Watson. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, no, I think I, that I'm, that's another guy I felt, and I think I'm excited to see. I'd really like to see if he's – I'm if guessing he'd he start, going. right? You would think uh, – has DTR been the most impressive rookie of all rookies so far this year in the preseason? As in terms of in the league, like quarterback play or I just overall? In general, just overall, I, um, I haven't been paying a lot of attention yeah, to like I don't rookie, know. rookies on defense and things like that. I saw a thing that said that it was uh, the Browns have two. You could be talking about DTR and Dewan Jones, mm-hmm. dude. Dewan Jones, oh my gosh, he's looking like. Like steel. Well, and and how about Luke Whipler? Yep, another steel. You don't even hear his name mentioned at all during the game, and it's like that's because he's just doing his job. Yeah, he's just doing it. I don't. It's obviously preseason and it's camp and stuff. Dewan Jones looks really good. Dewan Jones. We might have to go back and delete some of DF's videos about how he didn't (laughs) want to take it. Well, and (laughs) I understood. I I understood the concern at the time and everything because you don't know how how any of these kids are going to translate coming into the league, but. Watching tape on him in the games and in practice, 
I mean, these guys are coming at him with speed, and he's got these long, smooth strides. He can stay step for step with any defender, it seems like. And his arm, like, he's just so long and big and strong that it, it just looks effortless I for saw, him. I saw another picture of him standing next to somebody that is a huge man, and that huge man looked small. <laughs> <laughs> like he does, he dwarfs everybody. He does, and he, he moves. I'll tell you, you know who he kind of reminds me of myself. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about oh, all that. Oh boy! No. Well, the future is not as bright as we thought it was going to be. Uh, um, no, separated shoulder confirmed. Yeah. I like that he played basketball in high school. So a lot of football coaches want their linemen stuff to wrestle, especially like your D line. I like that he played basketball because pass pro is just defending in basketball only you get to use your hands true you know he's he's athletic he can move well when you get to the nfl and you're a tackle you're going up against miles garrett's tj watts uh you know joey bosa's nick bosa brandon graham yeah you know what i mean so you got to be able to move lateral yeah and and playing but i feel like i mean he was a stud in basketball yeah he was you know what i mean so he's he's got the athleticism like getting huge didn't make him lose his athleticism which is rare because I don't have any now. <laughs> so, uh, so he was one of the lucky ones. He got to keep it when he got humongous. Um, I just, I just sit around now. You're decent at bowling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, when I'm not hurt, <laughs> when I don't have a bowling injury, I can <laughs> knock some pins down. Bowling injury. Yeah. I've had a few myself. Uh, but I, no. think, I think going back to the DTR thing, like if we just talk about the rookie quarterbacks that we've seen so far, and I know it's only been one game for the other guys and we've got two for DTR, but DTR just looks so poised in command of the offense. He knows what he's doing. He's understanding what the defense is doing. He knows what he, what he's supposed to be doing with the receivers and, you know, I just didn't necessarily see a lot of that quick decision-making, understanding what's going on from Anthony Richardson or, you know, uh, C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. I mean, they didn't look horrible, but right. they did not look the way DTRs look. You know who I was impressed with of, like, rookie quarterbacks was that kid from uh, Vegas. What uh, What's his name? Aiden? Uh, oh, Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, I, I was impressed with that kid. David, that, Bell, David Bell's quarterback. At he, he, yeah. looked, uh, he looked pretty on point. He... That was impressive. You know who hasn't looked impressive is Will Levis. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and and Anthony Richardson's getting the start, or he's they just named him QB one. I saw yeah. him in his preseason game. He threw. He had a fifty eight percent completion percentage. Mm. That and some of his other stats were okay, but completion percentage can t if you're only completing fifty eight percent of your passes against the most vanilla base defenses that you're going to face ever. Probably not even against eleven starters. What do you? What's his per completion percentage going to? I mean, I wouldn't expect it to be very high this year for sure. He's going. I mean, he's going. Maybe he'll shock shock me, but I see this dude being at like fifty six percent completion percentage this year. This episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Browns fans, Labor Day is right around the corner, and the experts at Omaha Steaks are inviting you to celebrate summer's last hurrah with 50% off site-wide during their Labor Day sale. Go to omahasteaks.com right now, enter code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, in the search bar to shop all of their exclusive Labor Day packages, like the Grillers Labor Day Feast. This package is the perfect sampling of everything that makes Omaha Steaks unforgettable. Plus, when you type code DOGS in the search bar, you will get eight free mouth-watering burgers and eight free gourmet jumbo franks with your order you're going to want to hurry because this exclusive offer is only available for a limited time 
Celebrate those last remaining summer cookouts with 50% off site-wide during the Omaha Steaks Labor Day sale. Remember, the only way to get this amazing deal is to head over to omahasteaks.com, enter code DOGS in the search bar, and get eight free Omaha Steak Burgers and eight free Gourmet Jumbo Franks with select packages, including that special Grillers Labor Day Feast. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak, it is the best damn steak of your life. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword DOGS in the search bar. See website for details. They better get Jonathan Taylor back. They better yeah, get they him in house. Hey, do you want to know who Philly's starting on defense tomorrow? Tonight? Not. I doubt that there's going to be any starters on either side probably yeah, playing, considering that these okay. practices all week, like we talked about, that's where the starters really got their reps and they mm-hmm. got their. You're going to see probably a lot of Elliot, a lot of Togi. Uh, I can't, you're obviously not going to see Miles. I'd imagine you're not going to see Shelby, no Dalvin. Ika. He could be somebody to watch. Ika will probably mm-hmm. play. Uh-huh. Rookie. Um, yep. You're probably not going to see Oboe. No, I doubt it. You know, you, it's going to be third and fourth stringers. Mm-hmm. I want to see some uh, Watkins Jr. What I would like yeah. to see That's is, what I'm excited uh, about. Tony Field so far has, in my opinion, kind of been dominating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, okay. just really holding his own out there at the linebacker position. And with the Jacob Phillips injury, we need some people to step up. And I think Tony Fields is doing it, and I'd love to see him. I mean, if he if he's like the key guy tonight starting in that linebacker role, that'd be awesome to see him, see what he can do. Absolutely. Has this Watkins guy pushed you guys to think like seven wide receivers is going to be? Yes, I actually did. And we could do an episode on this maybe next week or the week after. I actually did my first like 53-man roster. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out how it could work with seven receivers, and I got it. And I got Watkins in there. So you, got, you obviously got Amari, Elijah, uh, DPJ, DPJ yep. Tillman, David Bell, um, Darden, Darden, Watkins. That's your seven. Who are we missing though? Schwartz is out. Schwartz is out. Schwartz is out. Harley probably. Did you don't the, think Goodwin's gonna make the team? I don't think Goodwin plays this year. I, there was actually a guy on. Uh, sorry, shout out to you, uh, Marine Vet. <laughs> I think this was on YouTube. He was commenting, and I was talking to him, and he said he's dealt with blood clots too, and he said I can just tell you. He's not going to play this year. I read that. Nick, that so I'm just kind of taking firsthand experience from somebody else. I don't know much about blood clots and what that's going to take to clear up, but I'm pretty I sure mean, it basically ended Chris Bosch's career in the NBA. That's true. I mean, yeah, for his, you know, it's for, not something uh, you want to good one's health. And the thing is Watkins is just showing out. I don't, I just don't know if you can put him on your practice squad and think he's going to stay. There. I don't think he's going to stay there. I, I, I'm with you. I think he's looked He's like one of the best. And that's with first string guys out there too, you know, at, on, in the second game. He, he catches out and he separates. Yep. Yeah. Like he gets open. Um, not, I think it's, I think seven's a very real possibility. It's one of those things where you just, you don't want to lose one of these guys, especially at a position where the Browns sometimes have some unluck, not a lot of luck when it comes to some unlucky situations. Bad luck. They have some some bad luck. I don't. I don't talk gooder. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's. I think it's going to be seven as well, and then I think it's going to be um, three running. I think it's going to be three running backs, and I think Felton's making his case. Yeah. One more thing that I want to mention to t- to watch for the game tonight: DeAnthony Bell and Ronnie Hickman at yeah. that safety spot. It's yeah. getting interesting. Because, man, we, I mean, we loved Anthony Bell, and he, I mean, he plays lights out. He's so good. But Ronnie Hickman. He was the highest-graded wow. safety um, in the first week of the preseason in the games. That's wild. stuff. 
So those two, I want to see how they do. And uh, Cameron Mitchell. Absolutely. Continue to develop yeah. and show out. I mean, yeah. some of the, the thing that what Andrew Barry doesn't get enough credit for from Browns fans is what he can do with later draft picks. That's I fair. agree. No, if you if you'd get on Twitter, you'd think that Andrew Barry can't draft. Yeah, Everybody. absolutely. Everyone's so down on him, and it's like it's not called Twitter, guys. It's called X. Whatever. I thought it was ten. I was at ten. <laughs> no, no, I was gonna say I'm like, oh man, I don't know, bro. I'm kind of old. No, he, about that hip. He, yeah, people think because he has he hasn't drafted. Uh, <laughs> How could like, you be too old to know Roman numerals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've been around for <laughs> you would have some serious unluck for that to happen. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, good point. Uh, where what were we talking about? Oh, Andrew Barry's yeah. draft. And, and the thing, too, Andrew Bar- with Andrew Barry is it's not just the draft. It's look at his free agent acquisitions and his, the trades he's made. Yep. I mean, he turned a couple picks into Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore. Um, Cedric Tillman. Yeah. Like he. Zadarius Smith. I don't want to, like. Did you mention out. Amari Cooper? There's just, there's <laughs> it's not all Browns fans. It's, there's just a small group of Browns fans that are extra loud that are just. Not smart. Yeah, yeah. They just they just want to down on the team so bad that they are missing a very exciting time right now. At least we hope. Well, I mean, even if the team ends up sucking this year, this oh, is a very exciting time. You, we don't <laughs> always have a GM that can put this kind of team together on paper. You know what I mean? We we've had teams where it's like, okay, we don't even know. Who's going to be our starting quarterback? Yes. Uh, I mean, we literally we started Deshaun Kaiser one time. Right, exactly. this is how I feel every year. Exactly, <laughs> every year I'm optimistic. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but most times. of your life it was unwarranted. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I was excited for the 0 and 16 season for some reason. Me too. And I remember you saying before the season started. I won't be surprised if we don't win a single game this year. <laughs> I think I said that. Uh, you did. True I remember it. I just I, remember things like Cody Kessler, the most accurate passer in the draft, <laughs> because he can only throw like 11 yards on the field. <sighs> it's tough. It's tough. Tough life. <laughs> but Hugh Jackson, what a guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, any Anything else you guys want to – any other takeaways from camp or things you want to get into for the game? Oh, did you mention uh, – Joel Petonio saying that Eagles were playing dirty. Oh, no. no yeah, no. we could talk about that real quick. So, basically, Joel Petonio just didn't like what some of the Eagles players were doing. Getting a little bit close to Deshaun. Making, I I don't know, I wasn't there, but they, they touched his hand when he was throwing <laughs> and stuff. It's basically, it, it's no-nose for pra- It sounds like sissy stuff, but it's no-nose for practice. It's it, we, practice we were talking about it before the show. Like It's one of those things where it's like, you don't touch our quarterback, we don't touch yours. And, you know, I mean, you, you see guys get their seasons derailed with, like Dak Prescott last year broke his thumb on a yep. helmet. Like, don't get close to our quarterback yep. during practice. It just, it's a stupid thing to do. And mm-hmm. apparently it happened a couple times, and Betonio was not happy, which... I mean, good for him. He's one of the leaders of the team. They said it was, like in that article we read, they said it was just very chippy. I like that. I mean, I don't want my guys like on my team getting hurt, but I like that it, was, it wasn't it was just go through the motions and let's get on to this game. And Competitive. Then week one, hey, we'll be all good. Yeah. I like that it's chippy. I like that it's a little intense out there. Yeah. I was. I want them to put, claim, claim the practice field. We win. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh so before we wrap up camp stuff, I just forgot that we talked in the text group. So let's just end this on a little fun thing real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can only bring back one Browns legend in their prime to play on this current roster. Oh, It's out of Phil Dawson, Josh Cribbs, Joe Thomas, and Clay Matthews. 
Oh, that's so Ooh. easy. Wait, there's four people to choose from? They're, those are the four you have oh, to choose Each from. of us just take one and we're good. <laughs> yeah. I think we're all taking the same one, right? I mean, <laughs> on this current roster, I think that's the key. I'll say one thing, because we argued about this last night. I do think replacing Wills with Joe Thomas would make this team so much freaking fun to watch. But it's still not the right answer. <laughs> No, because Wills, as much as we you know, we give him crap and he gets crap from a lot of people for his effort, he's still a very competent left tackle. Yeah, competent enough. Exactly. Especially like can, when you have a quarterback that can move. Yeah. For me, the clear answer, and I'm pretty sure John yeah. agrees, it's Phil Dawson. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's the one I was with, too. I mean, I think Clay Matthews would be sweet. Clay Matthews would be actually be my second. second. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. mine. Yep. We could use him. Yes, yep. because that basically I'm not looking at who – Joe Thomas is probably the best per, – not probably, he's the best player on this list. Yes. Okay. But I'm looking at where this current roster's biggest position of need. We still have one of the top offensive lines in the whole league. Correct. Okay. Um, and nothing against Joe Thomas, but having a great left tackle doesn't guarantee wins. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, Joe Thomas would just nod his head, yes. Having yeah, a Hall of correct. Fame left tackle does not guarantee you wins. <laughs> yeah. right. No more than four per season. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, Phil Dawson for me, and then uh, it would probably be Clay Matthews because that's just the next biggest position of need for the Browns. I thought that was a cool thing. If I had to pick from the heart, it would be Joe Thomas because I want him to play on a good team. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, or Josh Cribbs. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Honestly, I think Josh Gordon would be kind of fun to throw in there. I mean, I know I know he's not on the list, but can you imagine what Josh Gordon would look like on? Well, because the stipulation here is Brown's legend. He's a legend I mean, to me. He's, a, he's definitely a legend in his own right. It's still real to me, damn My it. first ever Browns jersey. I think, uh, I think the league, I mean, the league owes Josh Gordon a career. And an apology. For they, sure. They, it's messed up. Yeah. They don't even, he got in trouble for smoking weed. They don't even test for it anymore. Yeah. Nope. Gronk Out. was just rubbing himself down with THC oil yeah. last season. The guy could have been, he could have been, who knows what he could have been. Yep. Um, but no, I thought that was a fun thing to kind of end this on. Uh, so let us know in the comments what you think. Who would you guys, which one of these Browns legends would you add to the current roster? That's the key, the current roster. Um, so we're going to wrap this thing up. And, uh, Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully uh, the Browns do well tonight. We get out of this game injury-free, knock on wood. This is real wood. Yes. It is. Uh, hopefully DTR continues to impress. I'm excited to see him against some some higher-level talent. I'm sure the, the Eagles probably aren't playing any starters either, but it's going to be better than the future grocery baggers he's been playing against. Um, so I'm, I'm ex- hopefully he continues to perform well. Hopefully we get out of the game injury-free. Uh, and then we, we're one week closer to real meaningful football, which I can't wait for. Oh, yeah. So uh, also we're going to be up at training camp on Sunday the 26th. So if you see us, say what's up. Last, yeah. last year we got to sit by some people and they were like, are you guys the dogs? And we're like, yeah. And they're like, we were just listening to you. And then we be- all became friends. Mm-hmm. Did you say the 26th? Or the 20th. 20th. Yeah. 20th. So Sunday. Well, if you go to the 26th, I don't think anybody's going to be there. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so you'll probably get arrested. Uh, but yeah, if you see us up there, say what's up. Uh, we always like saying hi to you guys. Anybody have the uh, donation website for Hawaii? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah we wanted to shout out uh, our good friend, Lee. With Honolulu Browns backers, but um, I mean Maui Browns backers probably was more of the shout out. I don't. Do you have the uh, the link, buddy? It would take me a minute to find it. Yeah, yeah. So basically, if you guys haven't heard, obviously they had devastating um, wildfires in. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce the town. I got the I got the website. You got it. Yeah, you can make donations if you feel led to Hawaii Community Foundation dot org slash Maui dash strong. 
Um, and yeah, those uh, that island there, they're in desperate need. So it's uh, crazy. The some of the stuff I've seen. Yeah, and uh, I mean Lee and the Honolulu Browns backers. They were like the them and Kenny Mack were uh-huh. like the first two Browns backers peoples we met, and they've been good to us the you know the whole time. Great we've been friends doing the of the show, podcast. So, Absolutely. Uh, if you feel so obliged, head to that link, and if you can, uh, you know, help out, donate, do all that good stuff. Uh, so on that note, hopefully the Browns play well tonight, and we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.